0: You are listening to The Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about The Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media.
1: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 17 of The Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. I thought for a second you forgot who you
0: were. No, uh, no, I, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in who I am. I'm just. Uh, you are, you are pretty confident, in who you are. <laughs> <laughs> This is a, 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 it's a minor delay. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm far away.
1: You, you know, the delay is really I put in the delay because of your potty mouth. <laughs> And now every time you think about cursing, I'm going to hit the delay button. Oh, okay,
0: sounds good. And then
1: you're I'm not fucking screaming, "Okay, boop, boop, <laughs>
0: <beep>. <laughs> What's going on? You know where I am? What? Yeah. I'm in. Tell Rome. me, I know. where I, I know where you are.
1: You're in Rome. I know. When in Rome? What in Rome? What
0: in Rome, baby? I'll, I'll tell you. How,
1: how's the food? I yeah. had
0: so I went out last night, um, pretty uh, pretty late. We had I'm here for a conference, lots of discussion, lots of good wine, and um, it was it was mostly heavy hors d'oeuvres. And I was kind of hungry, so I went out for a walk, and I found myself in this pizza place. Um, of course, the, the all the guys working there, there were two Egyptians and a Tunisian, and they made this. pizza
1: Hold up, was it Chicago style or New York <laughs> style? <laughs> <laughs> Man,
0: it was a Roman style. <laughs> and I had this slice with zucchini blossoms. Pretty yeah. freaking amazing.
1: Were um, you throwing down in Arabic though? When I did. We had a whole conversation in Arabic. Does? They were
0: totally they were they were really up on everything going on in the United States. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was this really fascinating conversation. Um, because I started asking them stuff about, you know, the uprisings in our world and what went wrong and, you know, how come there's no democracy. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. don't talk to us <laughs> about democracy. Do you really we, think that the United States they, is a democracy? And I was like, whoa. And they hit you hard. They hit, me, they hit me wicked hard. I mean, they were great. Um, super, you know, anytime I'm in one of these situations, people are always really very wow. friendly and stuff. But they knew, yeah, but still, they knew every I mean, police shooting. Every you know, police shooting of an unarmed African American, they were like, what right, about because this? these
1: are and what about look, these are the things these are the things that traditionally and historically have played well overseas to audiences who are not necessarily predisposed to liking what America well, is supposed to well, be all about. But wait a
0: second, wait a second. And and then they they, they mentioned the fact that Trump called the press the enemy of the people. And they were like, So what are you yeah. talking about in terms of democracy? From my perspective, this is actually a significant shift. You know, previously, I'd get involved in these conversations and I'd get hammered about, you know, the Israelis and what the Israelis are doing to the Palestinians and how the United States supports it and the invasion of Iraq. And that was part of the conversation as well. But in the past, people would say our problem really is with America's conduct in the world we respect the way in which Americans live at home and your democratic institutions and so on and so forth no 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 no, not this time
1: well I mean to an extent right because during the cold war era in the 50s and 60s one of the things that the communist bloc was able to use against the United States was its was our treatment of African Americans no early. no doubt. But in my experience with right, well, you uh, know, yeah. you know, young the Arabs wherever yeah. had, had been yeah. has
0: been we hate what you do in the world, but we like the way you live at home.
1: Now yeah. it was okay.
0: now we hate yeah. what you do at home or what you do abroad and don't lecture right. us. Because you're not looking so good. In fact, you look
1: a lot like us. Yeah. So, okay. That's, that's, and then an I had my pizza and then I said goodbye well, because I didn't, I didn't well, really have an answer. Well, that, I mean, that's an important discussion to have. And so here we go. Like, what's your big takeaway from that?
0: Well, a, a couple of things. One, yeah. I mean, these things have been these things have been happening in the United States for a very, very long time. But with the democratization yes. of media and the and social media, the ability yeah. of people to shine a clique light on the you know dark underbelly of American life uh, has an impact around the world. That's number one. Number two, it is uh, these are problems that are accentuated by a president who does not even care about aspiring to be a more perfect union and to living as close as we can to the principles that we espouse, it, it, for him, it, these are not these are not concerns at all. So it, I think it has a, a profound impact on, um, on the way in which uh, people view life in America, which is, yeah. I think it's really, it's very, I was struck by it because it was very, very different from conversations that I've had that I've had
1: yeah and I think that one of the things that was always working that always worked in our favor around globally was our soft power Mm mhm right right and if we don't have that anymore then what do we have
0: right and and soft power was not you know WWE and you know movies I mean there was some aspect of that um but it it really was what people had previously said to me, which is the way in which a, a American institutions, uh, life in America, that that freedom, that democracy, that was that was really the soft power. That's
1: it's yeah. gone. It's gone. It's a, it's funny. At that least for these guys. It's funny that you mentioned WWE because I remember in the late '80s, mid and late '80s, um, in Israel, you they, before cable. You could get Lebanese TV. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And one of the shows that was very popular on Lebanese television was world-class wrestling from Texas.
0: (laughs) I love it.
1: And by extension, it was popular in Israel. So you had these wrestling stars who were popular in a very specific place in the United States, in Texas. And I won't get too into the details if you're not familiar with some of the mainstays of world class wrestling, like the Bon Eric family. But they were huge in the Middle East. Do you still get the WWE magazine? I don't. <laughs> I, I dropped I dropped my subscription last year.
0: Because of um, uh, because of what's her, what's his name and what's her name support of uh, of the president?
1: Oh the the McMahon the family. McMahon, right. No. The fact that Donald Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame <laughs> right. has, no, has no no really? bearing on the Yeah. I outgrew it. Oh okay. I outgrew it. Okay. I guess yeah, I just outgrew it. But, but it was only last year huge. that you felt like
0: you, you outgrew it. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: and I remember they had a tour of the of the region. Like right. they went and wrestled in Israel. And one of, and they I remember there was a wrestler named the one man gang who was baptized in the banya's in the Great really? Heights? Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, WWE has been been to Saudi Saudi Arabia recently. They actually have a, long, a fairly long standing yeah. relationship, and there was yeah. a big controversy about whether they were going to do it after the
1: Khashoggi killing. And WWE
0: right. was like,
1: "Yeah, yeah we're whatever. doing it." <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? This this leads me to something I really wanted to talk to you about this week. Um, you, you mentioned a couple of times the power of the media. Mm. And more and more, I am beginning to feel, I think I've felt this for a long time, but it's becoming more clear to me that the media is a huge part of the problem that we face here, and that our system is going to remain broken as long as the media does not change its behavior. And what I'm talking about specifically is this primetime address that Trump had <laughs> this week, that the media... Just broadcast. So, like, yeah, we know it's going to be nonsense, but we're still going to we're going to give him <laughs> this platform where he is going to go off and lie for I mean, you know, it was only nine minutes long, but who knew at the time? Right. Could, right. Could, have been an, could have been an hour, could have been 15 minutes. We don't know. But they basically because they understand that he means attention, he means ratings this is good for their business right. and right. you and I have talked about this countless times on this on this show uh, but it's never our situation is never going to improve as long as the media continues to do this can I just tell you that please you tell you
0: something never was I so happy to be on the awful United Airlines <laughs> at 9 p.m uh, Eastern yeah. on Tuesday missed
1: that but <laughs> you know what? most people didn't watch it anyway right right. But but Most here's the here's watching. the
0: insanity. Yeah. When when Obama wanted to give a primetime address, on, yeah. What was the issue? I don't remember. Was it Obamacare? It
1: was. I don't believe it was. was it was about the Dreamers I Act. I don't know. Maybe? But when
0: they said no, they
1: refused to carry it. Yeah, they said and no. So, because it was too, too political, political. Yet they give it right? to
0: Trump because they're afraid of the right-wing backlash about the liberal media bias and so on and so forth. So it's essentially black. this they're, is never they're to change. blackmailed by the president who calls them the enemy of the people. This is outrageous kind of behavior. They're making it's money. Not, it's not going mean, to stop. Honestly, they carried this speech. Does that mean that it's going to be... And so if there was gonna be this right-wing backlash against them, that was gonna hit the bottom line. I don't I don't understand. They're making tons of money. They're not gonna stop covering the president. But this was unnecessary. It was political in nature. It was there was nothing yeah. first of all, there was nothing new, there's nothing truthful. They, they let themselves to be abused and, and manipulated by fear of the right wing uh, information campaign in the United States. It's 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 I,
1: it's the, this is where the problem lies. Yeah. This and the media is not doing its job. James it's Fallows. Not, it's not behaving responsibly. Yeah. I
0: believe he worked in the Carter White House and writes for the Atlantic. He said, "Look, if they're going to do this, then they have the responsibility to fact check him in real time. They need to uh, on the crawl not or split that. screen." They need to do something along those lines. But that's not going to happen. The Washington Post, the next day, did a and, fact check, but the Post is not the problem here.
1: Okay, great. The next day, right. it's who cares? ABC,
0: NBC, who cares? and CBS. Um, you, the, the cable networks carry the Obama speech. Uh, and uh, right. you can expect that they, that they would. Um, this is right in their wheelhouse. But NBC, CBS, and, and ABC. Stand to lose money by carrying a primetime speech because
1: they have programming. Right. They lose a, they right. lose advertising. Right. They, but I, you know what? I, I cannot get my head around this. I really can't. And the, the thing that, that scares me is we're not we might survive Trump, but I don't know how we're gonna survive the dysfunction. I mean, the, our, our system is right. broken, and the media is a major right. part of the reason right. that it's broken. And unless the media cleans itself up, and it has no incentive to clean itself up because well, it's we making we more money have now. have we
0: discussed this before? What, what's her name who gave the widely criticized but entirely accurate um, – uh, you know, uh, she headlined the last Washington correspondence Dinner – um, and she basically said that. She said, You love Donald Trump.
1: You can't live yeah. without Donald Trump. Who, what, I don't what remember, her but name? she got was it Michelle? Who I don't even it, remember. I, I hadn't
0: I, I hadn't even heard of her before the whole thing. But she spoke well, truth to the anyway. media and the media was like, that was outrageous. That she she was so right. disrespectful. And I'm like, What?
1: What? So again, there are two stand there are two different standards yeah. here. Republicans, the bar is really low, and they can pretty much get away right. with anything. And for Democrats, the standards are really high because we expect you right. to behave better because that's part right. of who you are. So it's a, it's a, it's not a level playing field. And I, I, I'm tired of hearing, like, oh, the liberal media. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> Nonsense. The media is playing this stupid game of both-siderism, where they're trying to maintain this level of um, – uh, that they're being objection, uh, objective when they're not. There's no objectivity here because you can't compare it's, what's going no, on in the Republican Party with, with, with the Democrats. Depth. I don't here. have any
0: depth that most of these major you know, media figures, uh, whether it's you know the, the actual presenters, the, I'm accepting Fox News here, the people who live in the green room, you know, loathe right. the president of the United States, the decision makers, the the executives, Loathe yeah. the president of the United States, but but as what's your yeah. name said, they love the president of the United right. States because they're piles and piles and
1: piles, sure, sure, because controversy right. is good for right. right. I'm, I'm accepting so, the print media, so I'm
0: not including the, the print media here. I think the print media has done some real, um. Interesting, okay, but
1: and, you know they're fa- they're facing their own challenges, right? And most people are not getting their no, first right. level of information from the print right. media. Right. So, which leads me to the next topic that I wanted to talk okay. about, which is the national emergency. <laughs> How can a national emergency be something that's subject to a negotiation? <laughs>
0: Because clearly, am I mean, pretty sure Democrats are not interested in national security. Only Republicans are, because Democrats are uh, uh, love uh, love um, people illegal immigrants more than they love authentic Americans. I mean, right, exactly. I wanna But I want to let people believe. It. I want to
1: let everybody in this it. country. Fox News, but how can you thing? use this? Dude, this the t-shirt, is, I'd rather be Russian than a Democrat. People believe this shit. Yeah, well. It's crazy though that he can use this. I'm gonna declare a national emergency if I don't get my way. Well, he's really <laughs> showing his negotiating <laughs> skills right here. This <laughs> is the art the of the, the deal. I'm gonna hold my <laughs> breath until I get my way. That's what this is. This is a temper yeah. tantrum. This is and then again, the both siderism. Well, the Democrats aren't being responsive. Right. Here's their point we're not paying Look, for it, a wall. That's, that's the it, bottom line. It, it, is, it
0: is his negotiation, is irrational over an irrational issue. I mean, he got up in front yeah. of millions of people and said, We're going to build a wall, and the Mexicans aren't going to pay for it. So he's now, right. he's the Mexicans are going to pay for it. That, you know, Mexicans aren't gonna pay for it, and there isn't a wall. So, but, but here's the thing: he has enough yeah. insight to recognize that if he doesn't get this, this is the signature issue. Yeah. This is the golden escalator is issue. issue. They're coming, they're sending yeah. their rapists. If he doesn't get this, if, they're not sending if, their best. That's if, true. <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he doesn't get something out of this, his presidency is yeah, he, over. And Nancy Pelosi knows I that mean, extremely well. And she's not giving it
1: anything. Right. They shouldn't they shouldn't give him right. anything because really the Trump shutdown is a Trump shake. And, down. and if, if, if this is this is he what he's understands, doing. He's, this is blackmail. This no is blackmail. Law.
0: Mexico paying for it, that's completely I mean, they can tell lies and stupid people can believe that, you know, through tariffs or whatever more money is coming into the yeah. treasury. Nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. But what, um, but they really need to show a, a wall um, because that is, undermining this wall thing is really the, it, it, the wall is the basis. It's the whole logic for the Trump presidency. So if the Democrats, that if is the Democrats right. can, can undermine this in a smart way, um, sure, there's always going to be yeah. these true believers who are going to, you know, who are, are going to over, willfully overlook the president who says, "I'm proud to shut down the government."
1: Uh, thirty percent, thirty percent of the country is
0: not going to elect the next president of the United States. So they don't. It doesn't have to. Let's it doesn't have on. to go down to zero support, but it, 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 he needs to lose, you know, five more percentage points. That that seems that right. seems like a reasonable number over the, the nonsense of of the laws. It starts to really bite. I mean, I share the concern. Yeah, I share the true. concern that he's been impervious to other problems, you know. Remember, we, we talked about eons ago, um, this, the, a local columnist for the Washington Post went out to one of these areas in, in Maryland on the Maryland shore, and they rely on seasonal laborers right. from Mexico, and, and they right. didn't get them this year. And they were like, well, you know, the president is tanking your business. By dint of his immigration policies. And they're like, Right. it's That's not really his really environmentalist. What? Okay, so there's always gonna be yeah. people like that. But Yeah.
1: But now this is gonna hurt this is gonna hurt hundreds of thousands of people right. now because this week they're not right. getting their paychecks right. for the first time. Or
0: they're so, not and they're gonna okay. stop getting the government ha, services ha, that people depend upon. So this is a, it's, 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 it's really not the people who aren't going to get their paychecks that's the problem. It's the people who depend upon the people who aren't getting their paychecks as a result of this. this yeah. Paychecks. I
1: think it's a combination, I think. But I only hope that the people who are getting hurt understand who's hurting them. Right.
0: And, and the, I'll and tell you, this I is mean, where the Republicans, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just did so I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. The Republicans have been better Keep on up. message about the Democrats being at fault here. Then have, I mean, the Republicans have been better about the Democrats being at fault rather than the Democrats just tweeting and constantly messaging to the American public. The president saying, I'm proud to shut down the government.
1: Do you really think so? I, don't, I, don't I'm not sure I feel like they've that
0: been that's sort of incoherent about it. I think, mean, yeah. The devs? I don't know. Maybe it's because I they've been know. so bad feeling, for so long that
1: I have no confidence. But I just... I don't think they're that bad right uh-huh. now. I have to say, I hope so. Uh, maybe it's wishful thinking on my part. Maybe it's you know willful blindness. I don't know.
0: But this is this is existential for I Trump, know. and so that's why I, I fear it can go on yeah. for much longer than, than it's already shaping up to be the longest shutdown in history. Is it is it tomorrow? i I uh, my days are lost to me while I'm while I'm in Europe. But
1: I don't know. But you're you're absolutely right though, and you said it well. It's existential for him. This is it. This is what right. he ran on. This is who he right. is. And then did, did you see that horrible quote from his Troglodyte song? No, I missed
0: it, thank goodness. What did
1: he say? <laughs> you missed it? He said, while it's work, that's oh. why people can enjoy going to the zoo. <laughs> it's fucking you racist oh piece of oh shit. God.
0: He said that?
1: You racist Holy piece shit. of shit. Yeah. Actually, somebody who was very clever on the Twitter and said, "Actually, knowing uh, Trump Jr.'s relationship to hunting and animals, the walls work to protect the animals right. from Trump, from, from um, Donnie God, Jr. Jr. Is a the, great player white,
0: player. the
1: Great White, the uh, Great White Hunter." Oh, uh, he's not he's just these These are yeah, dangerous, yeah, 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 yeah. bad yeah. people. He's a right. bad person to his right. core. They're not That's good. Right people. And I don't want to hear people say, like, I don't need the president to be a good person. I just need him to get something done. No, you no. do. You we, do. Need, we need somebody to have a moral right. core. That's absolutely right. And he has because no moral core. He has no core. As we've,
0: as we've discussed before, it's not just about institutions. There are norms. And the norms and yeah. the institutions reinforce each other. And if you don't have someone who upholds the norms and the principles, the institutions are are... are not as strong as we believed, and they are really subject to the kind of attacks that this administration has leveled uh, against them. So, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely I was, true. And look, you can tell—I guess you can tell a lot about a parent by their by the behavior of their children. And
1: that is true. I always say, asshole kids come right, from asshole right, parents.
0: Right, right, right. Oh my god, I missed that.
1: Uh, Ugh. You, yeah, you're so lucky. You're yeah, except the for the country. fact that
0: you know, I'm having a conversation last night with a British colleague. An Italian colleague, the British colleague, is in a panic over the fact that you know there's going to be a hard Brexit. It's going to be awful. And then an Italian colleague is saying, you know, this is a we have a fascist government in
1: Italy, dude. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's, everywhere. it's everywhere, and it's really dark, and it doesn't look like there is anything no. on the horizon that's getting you know, a, you know harbinger for a better future. I know. It's that's know. the scary it's thing. Off the wall. I was thinking of I was thinking about this yesterday because this is what all we do really is think about this stuff what is needed right. I yes. believe what is needed is the same effort that was put forth after the end of the second world war where the marshall plan rebuilt europe we need a Marshall Plan, not just spearheaded by the U.S., but all of the developed world needs to take a, a vested interest in the developing world and make the conditions there better, so that people en masse don't feel that they have to escape these right. countries. Right. Well, that and that's in, the problem.
0: And in, 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 in fact, that is something that has dawned on policymakers in in Washington, and starting with the, in the Clinton years and carrying it through the Bush years and Obama years. Started with fundamentally changing the way in which the United States government relates to governments in Latin America, and that way you could have a you could yeah. have a more productive relationship with them, and you, that and then from there you can contribute to uh, to yeah. success or however defined in these countries. So there aren't large numbers of people who are seeking uh, who are seeking asylum, in, asylum or you know, the refuge, races. yeah.
1: I, you know, when I was working on African Exodus, right. my film about the Excellent. refugees Everybody in it Israel.
0: Really... <laughs> shameless self no. no, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm not you. I'm no, no, yeah. it, was a great, it was a great film. It was really eye-opening and quite moving yeah. in a lot of
1: ways. Well, thank you. But when I was working on it and somebody said to me, like, well, what's the solution? And I thought about it for a long time. And I said, really, the solution lies in the countries where the refugees are coming from. We need to fix Eritrea. We need to fix Sudan and make make it less. Uh, make people want not feel that the only option right. they have is to leave. Right. So it's the same thing everywhere, and that you know that's just that, that shouldn't be so hard <laughs> right. to do, oh, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, fix.
0: Uh, All right. All right. I gotta go. I got stuff to do here
1: in Rome. Anyway, so yeah. When in Rome, Rome, I gotta winter I gotta, I gotta winter 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 winter. do it. So uh, you gotta eat that <laughs> pizza. Get that pizza. <laughs> We're at of Bella. Ciao, bella. Yeah.